You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. This message, I title it, Set Your Love Upon Him. Do you understand? Set your love upon Him. And this is taken from Psalm 91. If you read Psalm 91, it says, in fact, I read the whole chapter, it's not long. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. What's making that sound? It's distracting. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have set the Lord, you, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample on the foot. Now this is our key verse. Because he has set his love upon me. This is the Lord speaking. This is the Lord responding. He's responding and he says, Because he has set his love upon me. Touch your neighbor and say, It's time to set your love upon him. Do you understand? It's time to set your love upon him. There are times, I don't know how many of you, when you are about to embark on a journey, you set your GPS to a certain destination. Am I correct? You set it. Alright, so it's an intentional and deliberate act 
you set it. So I want you this morning to set your love. Do you understand me? You set your love upon him. Don't allow your love to just move anywhere. Okay? Set it this morning upon him. Set it. Let it be fixed. When you set something, it means you fixed it. You fixed it. Fix your love upon him. Fix your love upon him. There are things that will begin to flow in your life. So it must be fixed and it must be te not temporary, but permanently fixed. So today we are going to set our love upon him. And not only our love, but the love of all those that will be born. Even the unborn are going to be part of today's agreement and covenant that we will enter into with the Lord. If you have children already, by reason of your action, they are robed in. By virtue of the authority you have upon, over their lives, they even, they can't escape it. It's too late. Are you getting me? And their children's 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 children will all be set. That's what this is about. So it's very significant. Touch your neighbor say it's significant. And I'm glad you're here. Yes. He says, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will what? Deliver him. Can you see? It starts with deliverance. God will deliver you. The moment you set your love upon him, there is a flow of deliverance. I'm telling you, God is going to honor your word in your life to an extent that you will be afraid. Enough of playing church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We have entered into another level and these are dangerous levels. Amen. And that's why everything must be properly aligned. Yeah. Are you getting me? Yeah. yeah. It says, I will what? Deliver him. And not only will I deliver him, look at what he says he will do. I will what? Set him on high. You see, let me tell you something about human beings. If anybody sets you up, huh? if you want someone to set you up, oh, please, can you set me up? Set me up with this, set me up. Listen, if they set you up, the day you stop dancing to their tune, they will upset you. <laughs> upset you. <laughs> yeah. They will set you off. Yeah. They will set you off. So it is better for him to set you Amen. up. Hallelujah. Amen. So he says he will 
set you on high. Not low. High. On high. That's when you become the head and not the tail. You see? So there are benefits of loving God. I'm telling you. That's why I said to you during the worship, the best thing you can do is to love him. If you don't love him, you are the one losing out. He's losing nothing. You lose out when you don't love him. He'll set you on high. It says, because he has known my name, he shall call upon me and what? So you see, he's even, his ears are open to those who love him. If you don't love him, it's not the same. Can you remember the time that Jesus was by the tomb of Lazarus? Lazarus was dead for how many days? Four days. How many people noticed the kind of prayer Jesus prayed when he was there? He says, Father, I thank you because you always hear me. Huh? He didn't go, Makabababosekete, four days. These four days require some hectic prayers. No, 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 no. Father, I thank you because you always hear me. That's all. You see, when you are, when your heart and your love is set upon him, it takes your prayer to a different dimension. Do you understand? Result-oriented prayers. Say result-oriented prayers. Result-oriented prayers. Not just prayer. Everybody prays. Is it everybody that gets results? No. Buddhists pray. Hindus pray. Muslims pray. Even Christians pray. Sangomas pray. But who is it that gets the ears of the Father? The one who has set his love upon him. Father, I thank you because you always hear me. He says, roll away the stone. Huh? Is that the end of the prayer? Roll away the stone. Ah, master, he's thinking already. Is that, did I ask you for advice? I said, roll away the stone. And they rolled away the stone. Lazarus, come forth. That's all. You see, there are things we are yet to experience with God. I'm telling you, there are things, there are levels, there are experiences 
There are manifestations that are reserved for those that set their love upon him. Some people love themselves more. They have set their love upon themselves. Some have set their love upon money. Some have set their love upon uh, miracles. Their love is upon blessings. There's nothing wrong with blessings. There's nothing wrong with blessings. Uh, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. Some people love their, their prophecies. Set their love upon prophecies. That's upon the gifts of the Spirit. Do you love him? Do you love him? So if you set your love upon him, it affects your, the results of your prayer life. It affects the results of your prayer life. No? There is a realm in your walk with God that he answers before you call. You think it and he does it. I'm telling you, there is a place like that with God. It's not for everyone, in case you don't know. It's not for everyone. You and then he does it. I've experienced that a little bit, a little tiny drop of it. But I, you see, when you, when you have tasted something, you want it. Now I want it to be the norm. Hallelujah. Hmm? And I say, oh, I wish if only, then boom, it happens. How about that? That's where we're going. That's where we're going. And it starts by loving him. You remember the psalm says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. So when your thoughts, when you, when you are in that level of relationship, even your thoughts are well pleasing to him. When you think it, it says, before they call, I will answer. While they are still thinking, they are still speaking. It's already done. So we're getting to a point where we don't have to pray for too long before God does things. And that's why this covenant is significant. Are you getting me? Yeah. It's be with him in what? Trouble. That means there will be times of trouble. There will be times of distress. But he will never leave you. Amen. He says, I'll be there with you. Do you remember the story of Daniel? In the lion's den. Do you realize that Daniel set his love upon the Lord? He set his love upon the Lord. The Bible, in fact, when the angel came to Daniel, it says, Daniel, greatly beloved. Thou art greatly beloved. Why? This guy set his love upon the Lord. And one of the ways you see that in the life of Daniel, every day, 
Three times in a day he's praying. He's connecting with God three times every day. Do you even remember him? When you wake up. Or you just remember him when there's trouble. Hmm? Daniel, as busy as he was. Do you know that Daniel was a president? The Bible calls him a president. He was one of the presidents of Babylon. Can you be busier than a president? They say, oh, wow, so busy, man. There's no time to pray. Can you be busier than the president? You need to go, you need to find out from people that work with those guys. They are round the clock, they're working. They don't have closing time. Hmm? Yes? Is that you work with a minister or you know close to those guys? You understand? Am I lying? I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm telling you. They can have strategic meeting 3 a.m. What? What? You are sleeping, snoring. Some people are deciding how your life will go while you are snoring. Huh? That's the kind of life Daniel lived. And yet, three times a day. Why? He has set his love upon him. And he has set this time. Nobody could interfere with that time. So when he was in trouble in the lion's den, God changed the lions into vegetarians. That's my, according to my version. <laughs> ah, the lion is looking at Daniel. And Daniel is looking at the lion. When it's prayer time, Daniel is praying. The lion is saying, Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. The lion is saying, Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. <laughs> huh? Yeah. By the next day, the king comes and he looks and he says, Daniel, are you still alive? He says, my God, shut the mouth of the lions. He will be with you in trouble. It doesn't matter if you are in a lion's den. If he was with Daniel, in the lion's den, he will be with yes. you. Amen. In your lion's den. Amen. Are you getting me? Yes. It doesn't matter how many lions. Maybe they have been starved for weeks. No meal. Then they throw you into that place. They say, let's see how she will escape. The lion will be doing praise and worship with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. When they brought Daniel out, the king said, the people that set this trap for Daniel need to go in. Be careful what you do to someone who has set his love upon the Lord. I'm telling you, 
I'm warning you. Turn to someone and say, I warn you now. Be careful what you do to me. Because I've set my love upon him. Amen. When people have set their love upon him, the best thing you can do is to be their friend. Don't be their enemy. Don't be on the wrong side. Are you following me? Yeah, and that's why this church is a dangerous church. I am telling you before God, time will tell. But I'm telling you, this is a dangerous group. Okay? Because we're walking with God and angels. Do you understand? God himself, you will see how he will fight for us. People won't even believe that God does such things. Because their religious mind can't wrap them. They can't wrap around what he's doing or what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Touch someone say you're in the right place. Feel safe. Okay? Yeah. All right, let's read on. Let's read on. Come on. He, he is... Okay, so it's either the sound or the... <laughs> okay. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. Okay, I'll be with him in trouble. And then what? I will deliver him and honor him. How many people want to be honored? Set your love upon him. Did you hear me? Set your love upon him. You might not have an honorary doctorate or an award from people, but if God honors you, if God honors you, nobody can dishonor you. Amen. Do you understand? Amen. And you need to understand the biblical concept of honor. Sometimes we think that honor is just respect. Many people have felt that, you, you know, I honor this person, I just respect this person. That's not honor. That's respect. It's not honor. Oh no, it's different. Yeah, go study your Bible. I think I need to teach you on that. Yeah. Oh no, has to do with substance. I'm telling you. Oh no, has to do with substance. When God honors you, there are things He He will release into your life. Go look at it. You remember the story, uh, you remember the scripture when Jesus was talking, rebuking the Pharisees. He says to them, the Bible says honor your parents. Yeah. Huh? And you say, what? Whatever you give to me, once it's taken to God, it is Koban. So you don't have to, you, by your traditions, you make the word of God of no effect. So in other words, what he was talking about is your honor of your parents 
was a material thing. So he says, you, instead of giving to your parents the honor that is due, you now say no because it is it's taken to the temple. Then you are excused from honoring your parents. So you dishonor your parents by not giving to them what is due and you use religion to cover up. And by so doing, you have made the word of God of no effect. And what's the effect of honor? The effect of honor will blow your mind. One of the effects of dishonoring your parents is that you won't live long. You won't live long. There are many people that have died because of this. They don't know. Yeah. So, when the Bible says honor, <laughs> he will honor you. Why am I saying this? When he says he will honor you, it's not that he will give you a certificate. Huh? Or a medal. That's not what it is. It's not an award. It's not an award. Yeah, your community might give you an award to honor you. That's a, your community. In God's, in the kingdom, it's not like that. It's different. Hallelujah. Amen. So, where are we? He will honor you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you love him. Mm. You set your love upon him. Mm. When God honors you, nobody can dishonor you. Amen. Anyone that comes against you is in trouble. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. He's in trouble. And then what else will he do? He says, with long life. Somebody say long life. Long life. This is not long life milk. <laughs> you know, extended shelf life. <laughs> with long life will I satisfy him. In other words, you need to live until you get to a point. You say, Lord, I'm satisfied now. Let your servant depart. <laughs> huh? Enough. Not in the middle of your life. Boom! You just, you just get cut off. No, that's not God's plan. Are you following me? If you set your love upon him, He will satisfy you with long life. Amen. You don't need to go and manipulate or try to do anything to, to extend your life. Obviously, you need to be smart how you live. But long life will be your portion. Amen. Okay? Don't be afraid. There's somebody here 
there has been a curse of premature death in your family. Today is going to break. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It's going to break. People just keep dying like that. In fact, they say particular age they, get, they, they don't cross. It's going to break today. Okay? To break today, we'll break it. Hallelujah. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. How many people want to love God now? <laughs> you love him more. Amen? Should I show you more benefits of loving him? Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Look at what the Bible says there in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Can you see it? It's on the screen. Let's read it together. One, two, three. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who There are things prepared for you. prepared for you. God took time to prepare things for you. Amen. It's not for everybody. For those who what? Love him. Can you see that? That's incredible. Just for loving God. Certain things become yours. This love relationship is amazing. Hallelujah. Love is more powerful than you ever imagined. Telling you. Loving God is more important than being perfect. Loving Him is more important. Because you don't find those kind of promises concerning being perfect. <laughs> yeah? But you find so many promises that belong to those who love him. Amen. He says, I has not seen. In other words, what God has prepared for you, nobody has seen it. It doesn't even enter. Nobody can imagine it. Even you cannot imagine your future. Just for loving him. Amen? Yeah. Doesn't enter into the heart of man. Things that God has prepared for those that love him. Okay? So, do yourself a favor. Set your love upon him. Bible says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Yeah. Some people love the world, but they don't love God. And that's why there's so much misery in their lives. But loving God is liberating. Loving God brings healing into your life. Loving God will even heal your relationships. Some of the, 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 the dysfunctions you have struggling with it's because you have not set your love upon him i'm telling you 
So why are you finding hard to love people? Love certain people. Fix your heart. Fix your love. Set your love upon him. And you will have the ability to love people. Amen. Another benefit. Should I give you another benefit? Romans chapter 8, verse 28. We like to quote this scripture a lot. Hmm? Come on, it's on the screen. Let's read it. One, two, three. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. All things work together for good. How many people have quoted that scripture before? It's a conditional promise. It is a conditional promise. It's not for everybody that quotes it. It's not for everybody that quotes it. All things work together ah, for good to those. How many, how many people love God here? Oh, yes. Then let me tell you this. It doesn't matter what you have faced or what you are facing right now. It will work to your advantage if you set your love upon him. I'm telling you, you might not be able to figure out how it will work to your advantage. But set your love upon him. Then he will cause all things. Not just some things. Have you noticed that? He says all things. Even the dumb mistakes you've made. Are you following me? Even your foolishness. If you set your love upon him, your foolishness can work for your good. Can work for your good. All things. How many people have been dumb before? You, I mean, you've made dumb decisions. Okay, you, you, I mean, you just blew it. You, you, you made a mistake. You thought you were being wise. Then by the time it finished, you said, what a mess. Eh? Do you know how to sort that out? Set your love upon him. Amen. Come on. Amen. Set your love upon him. Because he is the one that causes all things to work together for good. I made a dumb decision. It's not a big deal. God He's a master. That's what makes him God. Do you understand? What makes God God is that he can never lose control. Nothing beats his wisdom. So that means that you mean God. You can take this nonsense and bring out such a gem. That's right. That's God. Even the angels are shocked at what he's bringing out of our lives. He says, they say, God, how do you do this? They just worship again. <laughs> they bow. Hallelujah. Look at all the examples in the scriptures. Have you noticed that when people love God, 
Anything you do against them propels them forward. I'm telling you. It makes it works to their advantage. Look at Joseph's brothers. Huh? They were jealous of him. Sold him into slavery. But Joseph made sure his love was set upon him. At all times. He did not bear any grudge. He did not carry any unforgiveness, any bitterness in him. But he remained faithful to God. Even when Mrs. Potiphar tried, she tempted him. She, he said, I do this thing to God. Not even to my master, to God. Because he had set his love upon him. She, you know, arranged for him to be put in prison by fabricating a lie against him. I'll never forget many years ago, some lies were told about me. And I was trying to defend myself. The Lord says, hush, be quiet. Do you understand what that means? People are saying things about you and you have the opportunity to defend yourself. And God says, hush. Quiet. Some of you that just talk anytime, anyhow, all the time. There will be times that you'll be required to keep quiet. Because your love has been set upon him. He wants to take care of it himself. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. So I kept quiet. And I'll be summoned into meetings. And things will be said about me. What do you say? Nothing. Okay. But you know what? When God vindicated me. It was hectic. Heads were rolling. No, I'm serious. People have died because of me. No, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm serious. Say, be careful. Touch your neighbor. Say, be careful. You see, when somebody has his love, just watch it. Well, I'm, I'm letting you in to some of my secrets. I'm telling you. Part of my secret, my walk with God that I'm sharing with you. And I want to see God begin to do things in your life. It will get to a point that nobody will doubt the fact that you serve a living God. Now, they can argue, they say things. Don't worry. Time is coming. Amen? Amen. When they talk about God, it's you they will come to. Do you understand? When they face... Listen, there are churches and there are churches. No, I'm serious. Some places people go to for social reasons, for status. For you know different things, different reasons. 
But the time will come that when they need help, they know they will come to you. There are Christians and there are Christians. Yeah. There are children of God and there are children of God. I'm serious. There are lovers of God and there are lovers of God. So the time will come and it's not far. God is stepping into our lives in a new dimension now that he wants to make a distinction from those who have set their love upon him and those who just use him. There must be a distinction. Some people are experts at using God. And you know what? Because God is loving, he just leaves them. Continue. At least some few people get saved because of that. So God is like, he can cause things to work together for good. So, you know, it's like the man that was healing the sick and making, having crusades and was not born again. True story. So he would, he would gather messages of some popular preachers, memorize the messages. And then he would set up, because he, he, he felt that, you know, ministry is about money. So he would set up, you know. Some people say ministry is big business. So he went into it like that. Until one day Jesus walked into the room and said, he was preparing for this meeting in the hotel. And Jesus walks in and says, you are using my name, but you don't know me. That was when he got born again. <laughs> But he had been having meetings. And guess what? People were getting saved. People were getting healed. So you cannot afford to be superficial in your walk with God. There are levels. So there are people that know how to use his name, but they don't know him. We are not like that. We don't want to be like that. And it's not because we are trying to be like, uh, what is it, holier than thou, or putting ourselves in a league. No. It's God that is putting us there. Do you understand? Is he not the one that says, I will honor you? Hmm? When God honored you, you know, the president, he had no option, Right? Yeah, but did God not tell you this long time before that? That hasn't even started. Yeah, oh, Lord spoke to me about you years ago, and we told you a little bit. The, listen, this place is dangerous. Your life is changing today. The honor that comes from God Amen. is going to be conferred upon you. Amen. And I'm telling you that it will be so clear. Nobody will argue with that. With what? What will they used to argue with? They don't have what it takes. So, another benefit of loving him. Hey, this one trumps them all. <laughs> John 
Let's look at the Gospel of John, chapter 14. Then we will pray. Hallelujah. This is all just pre to prepare you. Hmm? John 14, verse 21. He says, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be what? Loved, loved by my Father, and I will love, love him. him. And what? Come on. How many people want Jesus to come to them? This is the key. Manifest means to uncover. It means to reveal. All right? Wouldn't you like it? When you are sleeping, Jesus comes and taps you. He says, Crystal, sit up. Let's talk. You'd love that. I can see. <laughs> You'd love that. But do you know that there is a place like that in our walk with God? There is a place like that. I'm telling you. But setting your love upon him is the key. That is it. Touch someone and say there is more. There is more. There is more, but we'll stop here. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So we are going to enter into a love covenant with the Lord today. We're going to enter into a love covenant with God today. And I'm telling you, after today, your life changes. Levels change. Yes. Your relationship with God is redefined. Yes. Do you understand me? Amen. Your walk with God is redefined. Amen. From this moment. Yes. So anyone that fights you, just be sorry for them. Yes. And if you like, you can pray for them. Yes. You have no idea the significance of today telling you there are things that will start happening in your life from today okay and in your family from today I'm telling you because your family is part of it and your children's children's children will be part of this Amen? Amen. So it's significant. Tell someone it's significant. it's significant. Hallelujah. Just begin to tell the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm setting my heart upon you, my love upon you right now. Tell him, Lord. Yes, talk to him. Talk to him. Thank you, Jesus. Tell him. I want those, I need some help with the communion. We're going we're gonna to break bread right now. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.